Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. That's true. It really is true. How are you? But yeah, I really do have sunshine on a cloudy day because there is lovely people all around us, such as yourselves, the great listening audience. And of course, I'm Jamie Rodriguez, host of the J-Rod Concerts podcast, this and every episode. Let's get started, shan't we? Very pleased to announce uh, that we're welcoming Jay Rothman to the show. Uh, honored. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, Jay Rothman is an incredible international transformational life coach who has worked with thousands of clients from around the world. He lives in Sedona, and uh, people fly from all over just to see him, do hikes with him, and just kind of get into his energy. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing guy. In addition to his transformational work, Jay is also a two-time number one best-selling author, and he is the host of Real Men, Real Talk Live. Uh, it's a talk show with the male perspective in mind. The show features five accomplished men who have traveled the world, been successful in business, done a bunch of accomplishments, but are still navigating these curveballs that life throws at us. Actually, one of the co-hosts is a friend of the show and a previous guest, music photographer Jeff Fasano. Uh, and the show airs every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, live on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Real Men Real Talk Live and, and you will find that it is an amazing, amazing show. So we're very proud that we got Jay on the show. We're very proud to call him our friend. In this special episode, Jay talks about how all those of us in the music industry can make a small tweak in our mindset to navigate these really tumultuous times in live entertainment. The importance of making a decision and taking action, acting on it. And tips that can help all of us improve our life right now um, in this moment. If you enjoy the podcast, you know, I'd love to ask you guys to please consider leaving a short review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. It takes less than 60 seconds, and it really makes a difference, guys. But, um, and I also love reading the reviews. It's really heartwarming to see the impact that uh, you guys are taking out of our great guests. So without further ado, guys, Jay Rothman on the Jay Roth Concerts Podcast. Hey, Jay. Hey, buddy. How are you, man? Ah, it's great to see you. What are you listening to? Andrea Bocelli, uh, Because We Believe. He hits, he hits the core, doesn't he? <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I, uh, I had, I had, uh, I had really turned my back on music most of my adult life. And it wasn't until I started my healing journey that I was brought back to music and I had no idea what I liked because my music taste was just predicated on my wife was a music buff and she was alternative and very very educated um, fan of alternative music so my my music didn't matter so I, I really just kind of 
I walked away from my own needs, you know, like life. Mm. But during the healing process, I, I found tenors, Andrea Bocelli, yeah. Josh Groban, the tenors mm. actually even. And I didn't know at the time how that music was impacting me other than it was impacting me. While I'd be yeah. out at the ocean every, every single day and uh, in between, in between uh, my day, I was listening to this instrumental music and it wasn't until a couple years later that I read an article that, that talked about how instrumental music impacts, takes, takes you out of the fight or flight cortisol and brings you right into uh, parasympathetic nervous system response. And I was like, that's how it works. I had no idea. I had no idea that the universe basically wrote me the prescription for this type of music. So like Josh, Josh Groban, I don't listen to his English songs. I listen to his songs when he sings in uh, Spanish, Italian, French. And I don't understand nice. the words, but I don't need to. It's, no. the, it's the melody. It's, the, it's just beautiful. Ah, it's beautiful. That's, that's what a way to start. Wow. Jay, coming in strong. Thank you so much for, for coming to on the show, Jay. What a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, let, let me, um, let me, let, let me introduce you to, to, to my, to my audience, Jay, because obviously I know you well, uh, you're a fantastic guy. I'm so pumped to have you, but for those that don't know, you know, Jay Rothman, ladies and gentlemen, he's an international transformational life coach, you know? He works with all sorts of high-profile clientele, you know, transforming their lives, whether it's a relationship with the self, improving relationship with others, health, codependency, pretty much everything and anything. And um, the way Jay came into my life was through this amazing show that he's the host. He's the main host called Real Men, Real Talk Live that airs every Friday night at 9 p.m. on YouTube and Facebook Live. And it's been very successful. Um, it's, and we'll definitely get get to it, uh, but just wanted to quickly just kind of give the intro, Jay. Thanks so much for joining us. You know, the funny thing is, Jamie, I didn't realize that we were live. I thought I thought you and I were just having that conversation, and I see that you're recording. So uh, I didn't say anything I wouldn't say. That's that's part of my story. Music has been such a powerful, therapeutic, natural uh, tool. At um, every every day, music is a part of my life. Sure, oh, that's great, Jay. Uh, so, 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 Jay. I mean, I, I know your story. It's a wonderful story. But for those who don't know who Jay Rothman is, um, take us a little bit. You know, your upbringing, your childhood. If you don't mind, tell us, tell our audience who Jay Rothman is. Well, uh, it's a great <laughs> question. You know, I, it took me uh, over five decades to figure out that I knew who I had become. And I didn't like that man, but I didn't know who I was. And that was when I was uh, 54 years old back in 2015. But leading up to that defining moment in my life, uh, I was a typical modern American man chasing the dream. And on paper and looking in through the window as though you were in a window of a red rock in Sedona, where I live today, um, my life looked pretty good on the outside. You know, I had a beautiful wife. I had three sons. I had mastered the art of sales and selling and marketing. 
had worked my way up in corporate America to a senior leadership role as a vice president of sales and marketing. And for me, it was never enough. Um, and I was always seeking more. And I was seeking it outside of myself, you know, the way I was taught. You chase it, you seek it, you strive for it, you obsess about it. And whatever it was, it wasn't enough, whether it was the accolades, the bonuses, uh, the promotions, the homes, the cars, the furniture. As I said, the, a wife and three sons, um, the vacations, all of that was going on in the outside. But what was going on in the inside was that I was, I was dying. You know, as a man, I felt lonely. I felt disconnected. And it was interesting because, you know, I grew up in New York. And um, I mentored a few men in my young, younger years, in my early 20s that I thought had it all, you know, because for them, for me, it was about wealth. And what I didn't understand was that wealth truly is an inside job. There, there wasn't enough wealth that could impact change in my life that would bring me inner, inner joy, inner peace, inner calm. And so I chased it, and eventually what happened was life got more complicated as, as I went through the aging process, as I went through my life experiences. And by the time I was 48, I, I had a first med medical scale, scare. I had a heart attack on the road traveling for business. I was actually down in South Miami as, mm. um, when, that, when that moment occurred in my life. And, you know, I did what? what I thought we do, you know, we, we, uh, we, we recover, we take some time off, we go to the gym, we lose weight and we're good to go. And that <laughs> yeah. worked. That worked for a couple of years, Jamie, until life got difficult again at home, mm -hmm. at the office. Sure. And if you've ever known anyone that has struggled with any type of disease of addictions, you have that moment, that effort moment where you just like, you throw it all away, all the good stuff that you've done. Yeah. And you go back to the old behaviors to help ease the discomfort, to help ease the inner pain, to mm. distract you from what you're feeling. And, uh, and I had that moment and I threw it all away, the, the, the healthy stuff, the physical health recovery. And six years, within six years, my body was massively breaking down, shutting down. Wow near death in uh, 2015. And, you know, it was at that point in my life where I was literally in a hospital in Beverly Hills, California at Cedar sinai mm. And I remember clearly like it was almost actually coming up on five years this month of October where I had that defining moment. I was like, do I want to live or do I want to die? And if I want to die, what, what does that look like? What do I have to do? And, and for me, it wasn't like I had to commit suicide. It wasn't like I was, you know, thinking, considering that. Mm -hmm. It was, what do I have to do in order to complete where, my, where I'm at? And it was simple. I just had to be willing to go home. And 
go back to the, my life as it was. But if I wanted to live, what would that look like? What would I have to do? And the answer was, I'd have to be willing to walk away from pretty much everything in my life. Yeah. And have the courage to change. Right. Because I, I knew that I couldn't, I didn't believe that I could do it and stay living the lifestyle that I had been living for a number of years. And so as painful as it was, it was at that defining moment when I knew it was do or die and it was time to do. And you know, the rest is history. Um, it's coming up on five years where I made that decision and as difficult as it was and as fearful as it was, I, I chose life. I chose to save my life. You know, that's, that's fascinating, Jay. And it's, it's, such a, it's such a simple word. We use it all the time, decision. But um, at the same time, as a society, we forget, we forget about the power, right? And, and you had the courage to execute it. We really can change the course of our life in a split second if, if we so decide it, right? Well, it's interesting you say that because part of the belief systems that, that we're, at least I was taught is knowledge is power. And that's why the self-help industry is a multi-billion dollar industry because many are seeking answers to their woes. And we have this belief system that if we just take one more class, one more mastermind, one more retreat, one more book, one more coach, one more therapist, one more pharmaceutical perhaps, <laughs> throw that in the mix, yeah. Yeah. we'll be okay. And there's a fallacy with that. Knowledge may be power, but superpower is in the action. And unless yeah. we take action, we're just a little bit smarter than we were before we signed up and paid that cost for the class. Exactly. Exactly, Jay. Wow, that's great. Jay, and, you know, I think, I think you can answer this. I think a lot of people are, you know, going through something this year, uh, whether it's with their career, with their life, with their health or whatever. What would you say um, to someone who's gotten beaten down nine times that they maybe don't think they can stand up for that 10th time? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, it depends on the circumstances. If it's a business, let's call it a, a business failure. I would, because that's, you know, I, I'm really uncomfortable even using that word failure because it's only a failure if we don't pause and take time to really look at and reflect and process. What were the lessons? So if it's a business that's gone south and we've, and we, or businesses and we've had 10, you know, they say that the wealthiest people, financially wealth comes from having um, not had the success, failure. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking outside of business and we're just talking about life, um, I believe what it comes down to is it's about surrender. You see, my life was, I was a very self-willed individual, yeah. like many men are. Yeah, we, we're taught that, you know, we have to think our way to our solutions. We have to push through, keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And part of that is wanting to control all the outcomes. Because if we can control the outcome, then we won't have to feel the pain behind failure, the pain behind setbacks. 
the pain behind loss. And for me, surrender was for the first time in my life, I had to be willing to embrace the idea that everything that I thought was a truth in my life, in fact, may have been a lie. And everything that I thought was a lie could in fact be the truth. And for me, that was the first step to surrender. The surrender that the belief system that I inherited from my ancestors, primarily my mom and dad, and we look at that linear line, it goes back generations. And when I realized that just because it may have worked for my ancestors five decades ago, six decades ago, seven, eight, nine, ten, it doesn't mean that, that that's the choices and how I should be living my life. Yeah. But I was so unknowingly making choices based on a belief system that I was taught by mm. my mentors and teachers. Wow. And I realized that it was no longer serving me. I, it was no longer serving my life. It was no longer serving my relationships. My relationships, not only was, was I near death, but my relationships were, were pretty much broken as well. They had a lot of pain in them. At home, friendships were, a lot of them were gone. And uh, so there's the, there's the long answer is, you know, it's, it's not that you've faced it the 10th time. What matters is that you pause long enough not to go into the woe is me, I can't get this right, but really to look at and ask the questions, what can I learn about me? What can I learn about my own power and my superpowers? And oh. what will it take? to change. And it takes three things. It takes clarity. It takes courage. And it takes commitment. Mm. Simple, clarity, not easy. Courage and commitment. Sure. Ah, oh, that's epic. Clarity, courage, commitment. Amazing, Jay. Jay, I'm such a big fan of you and of your work. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, to me, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but like you're a force of nature and you're so inspiring to me and you've already had an impact on my life, a tangible one, I should say. Okay. Um, yeah, of course, Jay. But where do you think this comes from? Like, is it an overwhelming desire to try to um, and shape people? Like, wh where where does this um, where does this come from, Jay? This this hunger to help and help others grow. I like to, if I may paraphrase you, I I like to refer to it as uh, inspire others and bring hope. I used to be in the business of trying to help others. And at the cost of my own well-being. For me, um, help was a very, I'll refer to as you may be familiar with the term codependent. And um, what I do today, it's, it's more about inspiring people that it's possible you can improve an aspect of your life that's been holding you down, hurting you keeping you living in an inner stage or feeling of inner bondage. And really what I, the work I do today is to inspire men and women that it's possible that, that you can break through to break free to inner freedom. Mm -hmm. And why I'm so passionate about it is because that's the choice that I made for myself. And as I,
as I navigated through and invested in myself every single day for the past five years, I created what I call the blueprint for success. You know, what we lack truly in life, I believe, is that GPS system, the navigation system. We're not provided, we're provided by our, our parents, our caretakers as children, maybe a few teachers that we were attracted to that inspired us. But what we got from them was their download, their download on how to live life based on their own download that they received. And it may not serve you or I today. What serves us is learning the fundamentals, the fundamentals of living life. Yeah. And that's what I share with, with my clients. And, you know, for me, a large part of it was it wasn't just making the changes in my life. I had some significant medical, chronic medical diagnoses that any one of those nine should have and could have taken me out. And a big part of my healing has been to reverse disease, has been to dissolve disease. Mm. Um, and that's been my greatest motivator. By no means did it not have setbacks. I've I've had those setbacks during this long process, but I haven't given up because I believe it's possible. And maybe yeah. maybe that's why I love that Andrea Bocelli song. Sure. Ah, oh, amazing, Jay. Amazing. Let's talk about your show for a second. Real Men, Real Talk Live. Again, it's on Fridays, 9 p.m. Yeah. on Facebook and YouTube Live. It's uh, one hour. It's phenomenal. Couldn't recommend it enough. Um, first of all, what do you mean by Real Men, Real Talk Live? Uh, not a good question. You know, I've, I've actually, um, I've had some men push back. And some of the channels that we come in through social media, I've had a few guys actually challenge me on that in a mean-spirited way. Um, and my answer to them is, you know, if you watch the show, you'll know, you'll get your answer. Um, yeah. But out of respect for you and your audience, uh, for me, I had this vision of creating this platform, this talk, this show. Initially, it was for men to come in that I would interview one-on-one -on -one like you're doing with me today to share their, their story, their backstory of how it was and how they have changed an aspect of their life. Uh, I've had every, every topic that you can imagine, every inspiring story that you can hear, I've, I've, I've had a guest come in. But at some point, about just over two years into the show, or the, uh, the, 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 I call it a show, but it was really an interview platform, it came to me that I wanted to relaunch it. Instead of me interviewing one-on-one -on -one guests, I wanted to bring in co-hosts, four or five men that are making a difference in their own life, first and foremost, and then have a story that is impacting other men's lives and women as well. 
And it yeah. just came to me. I had had Jeff Fasano, who I, you've interviewed before. I've had, I had him on as a guest two or three times. And Josh Richer, uh, who is uh, a friend of mine today, I was introduced to him. Uh, I had him on as a guest maybe three or four times. And then Evis Heath, uh, I had him on my show and he comes in from Australia. He interviewed me on one of his podcasts. And, and then I met Charles Maddox and it just, it just came together very quickly once, once the idea came from within that this yeah. is way more powerful than me doing one-on-one -on -one interviews. And uh, I invited these four men to join me and Within a couple of weeks, we, we launched, and it's been an absolutely amazing ride. Uh, we launched the show after, you know, uh, maybe I think we were the first quarter of the new year of 2020. We all know what's been going on this year. Um, and it really has become a place for men and women, a safe space for men and women to show up and join us on Friday nights in the U.S., overseas on Saturday for uh, in-depth conversation on topics that you won't hear in a boardroom and you most certainly won't hear in a locker room. Right. What this show is about, it's about men showing up and sharing from a, a vulnerable perspective their experience in a specific topic. So for me, that is what a real man is about is not a man that just shows up in, in physical strength and in verbal strength through the words he speaks, but through the vulnerability that he's willing to share in public, in his relationships, hmm. and on the show. Um, what I mean by that, to break it down one step further, we all have... Uh, simple terms, uh, hormones, masculine and feminine hormones within our bodies. And part of the belief system that a lot of us grew up with is that men have to show strength. That's the masculine. Um, but the feminine side tends to be more vulnerable, be able to get in touch with their emotions and feelings and be able to express them. And so... It's really about the five of us showing up, going in depth on topics like, you know, what does it feel like to be lonely? Is it okay? Um, another topic was all about I am, I am enough. And we've done the sex, we've talked about sex, intimacy, love, uh, relationships. We even did a, uh, a show on um, body image, self body image that men can struggle with something that we typically don't hear about. We, we know about women that suffer or struggle with body image issues, but we did a whole show just on body issue issues for men and such a beautiful, amazing moments that take place. We've had my co-hosts break down and cry on air. Now, Jeff Fasano is, is an amazing co-host because he shows up. He's such a teddy bear. And he's had such incredible success in his career as an entertainment photographer. And, um, but yet, he's willing to be present in the show, share some 
what some would call secrets in his, you know, in their, our own lives mm -hmm. and have these moments where he gets these breakthroughs and we've all had them. Yeah. Every single one of us, uh, every, every co-host has shared such intimate details in their life. And the most difficult ones for, for my co-hosts are the ones that are current because these that, you know, I, I think I'm the only single guy, um, committed guy. When I say single, I'm in a committed relationship. The others are at this time are, are not. And because they're dating there, the topics that come up, sometimes there are things that are, they're uncovering that <laughs> I, that they'll share in a, in a pre-production meeting on Tuesdays, but they really, that happened this week, you know, two of my co-hosts was like, you know, I don't know that I feel comfortable like sharing this on Friday night show. I'm like, well, I'll let you figure out how to, how to be comfortable with it. You don't even, you know, but, but it's important if it's a big, if it's part of your story, what you're dealing with as a man today, it's like, if we hold back, then we're giving permission to holding back in our relationships as well. You know, non-disclosure is non-disclosure. Right. So it takes courage. You know, this, this is a powerful platform. But we're bringing hope and inspiration. We have couples that, this is their Friday night date night. They're sitting down, boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife, uh, that I'm aware of a number of them, that it's just, it's part of their schedule now. And yeah, it's just a beautiful, it's, it's a best. beautiful experience. It's the best. And the chemistry that you guys have is lightning in a bottle. It's the most beautiful thing. It just works perfectly. Uh, Jay. Let me ask you, let me ask you something. You've been so generous with your time, Jay. Um, a lot of our audience are musicians and people in the, in the music industry, producers, and there's a particular challenge right now, Jay, going on with the pandemic. Um, there's actually like kind of like a mental uh, health crisis in, in, in the musician community. So I wanted to ask you, like, basically on behalf of them, um, because I know that a lot of them are struggling with this. There's a lot of doubt and insecurity because their livelihood their shows, the concerts has been completely wiped away. So it's giving them fresh financial uncertainty. It's giving them significance uncertainty. Um, so just kind of wanted like your take as an expert. Yeah. Maybe something, maybe just uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I love that. That's a beautiful, it's a beautiful question you asked. Um, as a, as a coach, when I work with my clients, um, a large part of it is accepting the things that you don't have control over. We didn't ask to be in this circumstance. We are, we are all being forced to face it. And a large part of it is either we resist it or we accept it. But part of the acceptance is not going to that it's a catastrophe, but understanding that it's not forever, it's temporary. And so a, lar a large part of it is, it's, it's really the thoughts that come through our mind. Our mind, we create an average over 60,000 thoughts in a 24 hour period of which we repeat 90% of them the next day and the day after that. That's called Groundhog's Day. So when we understand that if we're, we're in thought because this is, this is a reality that we're dealing with these, our truths right now, but don't give 
a mind permission to take it so far out in the, in the future, I refer to it as a future trap. We can bring ourselves back to this present moment and say, right here, right now, where are my feet? Am I okay? Can I make my, my mortgage payment if I have one? Can I, can I meet my obligations financially, emotionally, mentally? And most of the time, the answer is yes. So the first thing is, is to accept that this is temporary. We just don't know how long it's going to last. But behind that is acceptance. In front of that is learning how to manage your thoughts better because our thoughts will basically run our life. And that's how we show up, most of us. And the only way to get out of our thoughts is to get into what I refer to as our heart space, our soul space. And there's where wisdom and intuition lie. And the only way to tap into that is by getting out of your thoughts. And for me, it's about self-care. You know, this is, this is that time where if you are in a business, you have an unexpected hiatus. What can you do to connect with yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually in a way that perhaps you didn't give yourself permission to do in the past. So for example, a couple of weeks ago, you know, you found yourself boarding a flight to come to Sedona. And I know there's a backstory that brought you here. There was a reason that you, you decided to come to this very healing spiritual community um, so that you could do some self-care, so that you can detach from your business at home, from the relationships at home, and connect with yourself. Now, for me, self-care was my gateway. I never, ever in my life, 54 years, gave myself permission for self-care because I didn't think I had the time. I thought that my obligations to other people, my wife, my sons, my employer, my employees, my customers, my friends were way more important than a relationship with me, myself. And so once I understood that I needed to make my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health and my spiritual health my number one priority, it was the gateway. And the gateway for me was Eventually, I started to like myself again because it had been years. I mean, I, had, I didn't like, I said earlier on, I didn't like who I had become. But I needed to find who I truly was at my core. And once I had that experience, I started to fall in love. Mm. And that was with myself. And that self-love is so powerful because when we are able to start to have those, those moments, those breakthroughs where we could start to feel some gratitude and feel safe with ourselves, and even with the unknown answers, I was able to start to practice it. I didn't need to have all the answers like I always thought I had to. I was paid a lot of money in corporate America to be that solution-driven guy. And I only knew one way to get there was through thought. And what I've learned is that you know, the thinking that got us into trouble, the thinking that got us into those 10, 
those 10 feelings or those 10 experiences that you mentioned earlier, that same thinking can't get us out of it. Right. And the only, the only other way that I've learned is through tapping into our truth, tapping into our own inner intuition and wisdom, which we were born with. We don't have to, wisdom is already, it's an innate, it's an innate part of us. It was a gift we were given when we were born. We just haven't been taught how to tap into it, which can impact change, healthy change in our life. So self-care is like at the top of the list. That's the number one priority and it should be for all of us. And we know how to take care of our car as we're taught how to give an oil change every 3,000 miles. And we know when we need to do a tune-up or when we need to get, a, get the tires rotated or changed or wash the car. We take better care of our cars <laughs> than we do of our own physical body. Wow, yeah. And that's the truth mm. for most of us. I'm not going to say for everybody, but that was my truth. And the truth is, is I didn't even do such a great job taking care of myself. How I resolved that was I just turned it in every 80,000 miles and got a new one. So I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, the problems that's going to arise because I didn't do a good job of maintaining my cars. It's truth right there. Wow. Jay, I think that's a great place to leave it. Holy moly. So much wisdom. So much great thoughts in there, Jay. Unbelievable. Thank you so much, Jay. I, uh, you're welcome. And, you know, I, I want to thank you, Jamie, because, look, here's, here's my truth, too, is I'm not a musician. I don't come from the industry. Um, and I was somewhat surprised, humbled, and honored when you asked me to come in uh, on your podcast. Um, I hope that one of your viewers and listeners may have heard something today that resonated with them that, that we talked about Absolutely. that can help them navigate through these moments where they may be unsure about their future. Definitely. Definitely. Jay. And now uh, why don't you um, give us your website? Um, you know, just uh, spell that out for us. Well, we, you could find me at real men, real talk right. or you could find me at um, heal mind, body, soul.com. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Yes, Jay. So thank you so much. You know, you're a friend of the show and you're a friend anytime and uh, we have you in very high regard. So thank you so much, Jay. Thank you, Jamie. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. This has been J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.